give yourself grace. Yeah. If you are just struggling in those areas, do what you need to do to make yourself feel better. You know, the way that you maybe dress, the way that you, you know, if you need to get your hair done, your nails done, whatever it is, you need to go and buy lingerie or whatever it is that you need to do to make yourself feel better. If you need your own special soap and nobody use my for human soap, that's my that's my new little soap I found at Target. I really like it. But that if you need whatever you need, get it and pamper yourself, treat yourself well, do yourself care so that you can feel better about you. Welcome to Marriage Matters, uh, where we talk about all things marriage, relationships, love, and all of that great stuff. My oh, name is Tanya Coleman. I am joined here by my handsome husband, Glenn Coleman. That's Glenn me. Coleman. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not used to doing the intro. Uh, this is great. new for me. You did a good job. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Great job. So, um, yeah, so how are you? I'm doing great. Um, this was a great Sunday, you know. Uh, I always love Sundays. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, woke up this morning, had an awesome job. Awesome. Look, I'm, this is really cool. I had an awesome uh, time this morning. Mm -hmm. I got a chance to fellowship with my friends over at Life United. Cool. Uh, shout out uh, to Life United. And, uh, and uh, also had a chance to play this morning with my good friend, uh, Pee Wee. For those of you who know PB. Okay, awesome, uh, awesome. I'm, I always ask them, how do you want me All to the introduce you? Uh -huh. Well, I always ask, you know, you want me to do shit Jermaine, right. or you want me to say Pee. He's always Pee Wee. So yeah. shout out to Pee Wee. Got a chance to hang out with him this morning uh, and play uh, with him. It's been a while since I've played with him. Mm -hmm. uh, so I probably, I mean, way before the pandemic. So. Uh, cool. It was good. Good morning. Good, good. Morning. good, yeah, good. good yes. Hello, Mama. Mama Lena is joining us as always. Mama Love Lena. you much. Love you much. So guys, listen, this is a very, and I'm clapping my hands because I'm excited. Sure, this sure. is a very special month for us. This is the month of May. Mm -hmm. um, what happened in the month of May? The month of May. A lot of things happen in the month of May, but particularly we will be celebrating 20 years of marriage on the 26th of this month. Yes, sir. 20 whole years 20 of, of marriage. Them. Yes. And that's just marriage. So right. we've been together. Uh, I'm going to see if he gets it right. So we dated for four years, three years. Mm -hmm. And we were married for, I mean, we were engaged for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. So, uh, 24 and a half yeah, ish years. Yes. Yeah. That we so, have. So we, we've been, been together. together. We've been together. For, we've been together for a minute. Yeah. You know, so, uh, but I've enjoyed all of them. Yes. All of them. So have you I. know, I was, I was, we were cleaning out the garage and Tanya, she is not. Uh, she doesn't like to throw things away. I do not. I'm an emotional. I throw everything away. Hold on. Like, I hold sometimes on I throw I throw things away that I think I, I I probably need, but I throw them away because I just don't like clutter. And then I throw it away, and I'm like, what happened to my? Mm -hmm. You be like, what baby threw that away? Anyway, so I I, I found a uh, 
uh, card, an anniversary card, and apparently, one year for our anniversary, <laughs> apparently I forgot it was our anniversary uh -huh. after reading the card. But I think it's probably our dating. I don't think it was our married anniversary. I, I, I have no, I don't even remember when you found the card. I was like, oh, that happened. Yeah, I think it's when we were dating. I don't yeah. think I don't ever remember forgetting our anniversary once we were married. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you remember our dating anniversary when we hmm? started dating? Yeah. Hmm? We started officially dating like in December. I don't know. I'm just saying if you <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. Because so. actually, well, no, that's, that's another, another that's story. Another we story. are celebrating. So yeah. anyway, so this month, y'all, um, we have been talking kind of back and forth that we really wanted to have a conversation and we may actually have some guests on later on in the month. Yep. But um, today is going to be an introduction to us. We talk about intimacy often on the show, um, but we don't really talk about sexual intimacy. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to really um, celebrate uh, intimacy on all levels and including sexual intimacy this month mm -hmm. um, in honor of our anniversary because it is truly an important part of marriage mm -hmm. life. Um, and I think as Christians, as, as believers, we often skirt around um, the subject of sex. I don't know, I do know why. We, we skirt around it because there's always a sense of shame mm -hmm. um, applied to it or, oh, we don't talk about that. Well, y'all, we have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So many marriages, so many couples are struggling because of that particular issue. So I think that it is very important that we do talk about it mm -hmm. um, and that we have some conversation around it. So pretty much this month, um, that's what we're going to be addressing. We're going to give you um, some of our personal insights on some things. We're going to share with you um, what the Bible says. We're going to share with you, as Glenn likes to say, tips and tricks about how to um, create, enhance, or make better um, the, your intimacy as a couple, how mm -hmm. to have those conversations. Are you talking about it? We're going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, are you talking about it with one another? Yeah. Um, are you um, seeking guidance and, and real counsel um, from people or, or help if you're struggling in that area? Mm -hmm. um, we're going to just kind of talk, put it out there and, yeah. and have some conversation around it. Yeah. So. so I'll just say this and I'll let you continue, mm -hmm. but uh, if you are listening to this or watching this uh, with small children, right, or children that you maybe are, are, are haven't had the sex talk with, which you should, and you don't want to, yeah, which you should, but you don't want to introduce them that just in case. I don't know what we're gonna get into, but you know, just in case, we'll I don't want to, I don't want to get any nasty uh, messages. Yeah. Uh, so we will be, you know, talking about sex in these episodes. So yes. just a disclaimer for the month, month of May. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. continue. Okay. So I don't know how many of you, um, you know, read your Bible, but you know, God talks about sex in the Bible. Yes. Um, he, in specific, he, there are conversations or verses about sex throughout the Bible. Uh, specifically the song of Solomon um, gets really, really steamy. If you've never read it, especially as a couple, I suggest that you guys read it maybe 
um, take a chapter at night on your way to bed. Make that your pillow talk. It's pretty mm -hmm. cool. We did it years ago. Mm -hmm. um, but this is all intended to empower couples. So we're not, you know, here to take things to left field, so to speak, but we want to empower couples to be liberated and to be free um, in their intimacy with one another. And I think um, for most couples, many couples, women probably struggle more than men um, with a sense of shame, rather that be body shaming, their, their own perspective of their body image, um, the good girl syndrome, which we'll talk about later on, probably mm -hmm. in the month, mm -hmm. um, all of those different things. Um, I'm not a man, so I don't necessarily know men's struggles. I'll let you talk about that. Okay. Um, but we kind of want to empower people to get free from a lot of those things and seek help, learn to talk more as a couple. I'm telling you, I mean, we have more conversation now about everything, including mm -hmm. sex, than we ever have. Yeah. You know, yeah. so um, yeah. go ahead. I, and I was just saying, that's that's the key, you know, and I guess, I don't know, for, as far as men struggle with sex, I, th I think, and I can't speak for all men, but I think for um, for me, it's probably the expectation mm -hmm. of what, you know, that would look like, you know, um, because of Hollywood, mm -hmm. you know, what we see on TV or uh, even the porn industry, what we see uh, in pornography. And um, so those are, I guess, and I, I, I really didn't think about struggles and maybe mm -hmm. I'll think more about that, but I would say that would, that would be the, the, um, the thing is it would be expectations mm -hmm. and what that would look like. Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, yeah, I would say I'll, I'll start there. Okay. But and I'll also say that, you know, for um, what we've discovered is that the, the one of the, the best things that you can do for your intimate or sexual relationship with your spouse is talk about it. Yeah, that I think. And again, I don't know what what it's like in other relationships. I, I can't speak for that. Mm -hmm. But I know for us being how we grew up. You know, growing up in church, mm -hmm. um, the the even the image that was painted mm -hmm. uh, around sexuality, um, in that for the most part, it's like, okay, when you're not married, it's bad, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and don't do it, and right. you're not supposed to do it, and all those things, mm -hmm. and then even in marriage, when you when you get married mm -hmm. and now it's, it's, it's God ordained. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you, they, they, people throw around scriptures like, you know, the marriage bed is undefiled and mm -hmm. all these things. Um, but because of that program, I think mm -hmm. it's like, we, we do it, we have sex, uh, but it's, it's like, we never talk about, you know, you know, or is, is it enjoyable mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. is, you know, what can I do different? How right. can I improve? How can I be better? All those things. And I think the reason why we don't talk about it, like I said, is just because the the the, the concepts. Or what what did I, what's the word I use? Uh, the um, the in, not I want to say the indoctrination indoctrination, but just what we were taught growing up. The framework. The framework. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's good. Mm -hmm. it, it's 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 not something that should be openly discussed. I'll right. just say it like that. Right. Right. It, even like when we have the talk with our kid, it's like, you know. 
Mm-hmm. We we make it so, you know, and and I, and I'm a firm believer, you know, and I, I know I may be pulling you off, but no, you're good. Okay. You know, of giving our kids uh, what they giving our kids something or teaching them a, 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 from a high level, mm-hmm. you know, even from a young age, mm-hmm. um, and just not making it such a, uh, you know, so we're gonna have to, right, so we're mm-hmm. gonna have to talk. I'm gonna bring you into this room. I'm gonna close all the doors and shut all the windows. Right. And, <laughs> let me tell you, you know. Right. So it, it again, just normalizing it. Yeah. And 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 I think sometimes it's done that way because. You know, well, if I tell them, then they may do or get curious. It's fear. It's or, fear. Right. That, and I think a lot of the the teaching that come that we get, you know, uh, rather it's from from church or from even our parents, the teaching comes. It's fear based. Even yes, sometimes when in the past, when having conversations with our kids, and I, I've I've had to grow and evolve to this point. Anything that is done out of fear. You know, there's going it's not going to be fluid and and true and and authentic. There may be some truth to it, but it's not full because there's there's fear there. And so you're reserved and holding back on some of the conversation. And so I think especially when we're talking about our kids, one, we have to teach them to love and value themselves and that they have complete and total agency you know, over their bodies. And, you know, we've had, I've had conversations with the girls about, you know, that you, no one has the right to, mm-hmm. to come into your personal space, you know, without your permission. And yeah. so we had conversations and started teaching those things from really, really little. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it was from my own experiences as a child. And we'll talk about, you know, some of that later, yeah. but I wanted Can I say to say one more thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think what you said is the key is, it's motive, right? Everything about it. You said, you know, being fear based and even what is and we'll maybe we'll get into this a little bit as we go. Mm-hmm. But what is the purpose of having sex? Mm-hmm. The motive is, you know, it, it's not it, it, it's, it's well, the motive is everything, mm-hmm. you know, even between uh, or, or I'm going to say even, but between the husband and the wife, mm-hmm. the motive is, is everything. Mm-hmm. And, and that determines the uh, the health mm-hmm. of your sexual life right um, within your marriage right and I, and I want to say it like it's separate but uh, because it, it should be all, all to one. get all yeah. one mm-hmm. um, and uh, so I, I'll just say that because I don't want to get too far ahead yeah but, that's fine uh, so I wanted to read and I, I um, typed this up just in the process of thinking about this month um, and the space that we're creating so I want to um, ask people who are watching, whether you're watching us live or you come back and you watch the replay or you listen to the podcast, um, send your comments, send your questions, mm-hmm. um, all of those different things. Um, we love to engage. We love to, um, to be able to, to chat and to communicate with you. Um, and we'll talk more about if you and your spouse are needing some marriage coaching um, we make ourselves available for that as well. And we'll talk about, about that later on. But I wanted to read this note that I had typed up. Um, it's been several weeks now. Um, the goal and the purpose of these conversations. So we want to empower couples to understand and embrace true intimacy. Break free from stereotypes that leave them longing for something that, that is their 
birthright. Mm. So sexual intimacy, intimacy in marriage, including sexual intimacy, is your birthright. Yeah. Okay. Um, intimacy is not attainable without vulnerability. And we talk about vulnerability here on this show all the time. And, and really, that's probably one of the most vulnerable moments. Absolutely. Is it a, should it be. should be. It right. should be. It is not always. Right. And so if I think if you struggle with vulnerability, mm-hmm. that's gonna be also struggle a struggle for you to to have vulnerability in, in and that when it comes to it when sex and when it comes to like I said earlier just talking about mm-hmm. it you have to be very vulnerable right you know right in in that I mean that's you know mm-hmm. yeah okay and so I mean and when we say talk about it we're talking real conversation and so we're going to talk about what that looks like um as we go further along in yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a great four weeks guys so yeah. tune in it's, it's going to be absolutely be great and true intimacy creates sexual freedom in marriage that you cannot have without it. We are celebrating intimacy in honor of our 20 year, 20 years of marriage because marriage matters to us. That's yeah. my little tagline. Marriage, marriage matters. matters to us. Yes, it does. So um, here's what I wanted to. This is the first scripture that I wanted to kind of bring to the table today. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the Song of uh, Song of Songs or Song of Solomon. Um, this is um, chapter seven, verses seven through ten. Uh, this is an example of how beautifully the Bible presents sex in marriage. Your stature is like that of a palm, of the palm, and your breasts like clusters of fruit. I said, I will climb the palm tree. I will take hold of its fruit. May your breasts be like clusters of grapes on the vine, the fragrance of your breath like apples, and your mouth like the best wine. May the wine go straight to my beloved blowing gently over lips and teeth. I belong to my beloved and his desire is for me. Mm. Isn't that like beautiful poetry? I know. See, my nerd comes out. My, I love <laughs> poetry and all of what that. Was that, song of Solomon? that was Song of Solomon, um, chapter seven, seven. verses seven okay. through 10. Okay. Um, it's presented in such a beautiful and intimate way, which is truly God's intent for marriage. We have, the world has taken um, sex and they have changed into something dirty and filthy. And so now we feel like we have to hide. Mm-hmm. Um, don't watch, don't listen, don't, you know, because it's it's turned into something uh, filthy, but that's not what God's intent was. Yeah. If we go back to the Bible, it is a beautiful exchange a relationship and love between a man and a woman, between a husband and a wife. That is God's intent for sex. Mm -hmm. And that is also why he created it for marriage, because Mm -hmm. it is intended for that exchange in marriage underneath the covenant. And so all of the other experiences that many of us have had that were outside of that also helped to create that shame Mm -hmm. that many people, married people still deal with within the marriage because they have not done the work to undo it. If that makes sense. And that's, and that's why it's so important, you know, to keep ourselves even, you know, before marriage. And I'll say this, you know, a lot of people talk about abstinence, you know, and not having sex before marriage, Mm -hmm. but it's a new term that I've heard and it's more, or I've learned maybe uh, I knew it, but mm-hmm. it, it's more purity, uh, you know, yeah. because because mm-hmm. you can be 
you could be abstinent, not have engaged actual in actual intercourse. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, when you talk about premarital sex or sex before outside of marriage, let me not say premarital because I, I listened to a podcast the other day. Somebody was like, well, what if I'm divorced? Oh Lord! Okay. You know, so that's not premarital. <laughs> Technicality. <laughs> yeah, that's not premarital. You know, that's actually right. after I've been. But the the whole thing is to keep yourself pure, mm-hmm. and 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 it, it's like you know, and it's not it, it's for that person reserving that space and that uh, vulnerability for a a person, right? right. And, for that and, one person. And you had said that mm-hmm. a lot of time, a lot of what we've done is, is tied to. So in other words, you know, when you engage in uh, sexual activity, whatever that is, when, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying sexual intercourse, I'm saying sexual activity, that's whether good, that's, huh? you know, mm-hmm. um, kissing, feeling, whatever. Mm-hmm. You are, you, you, that's where they, the guilt, because then that's where, you know, a lot of times we associate the guilt of mm-hmm. sex. Mm-hmm. Or sexual activity with the act of it, right? Because you know, we especially, like I said, growing up in in a Christian home, and mm-hmm. and and you know, it's like, oh, you shouldn't be doing it, so you're doing it. And it's like now you feel guilty, and it's very hard to once you get married, it's very hard to separate that out. Yeah, it's just like, um, you know, they uh they they uh the experiment with the uh the I forgot, I forgot the guy's name with the mice. They introduced this smell to them. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And when they introduced the smell, they shocked the mice. Mm-hmm. Then they introduced the smell again. They shocked the mice. Mm-hmm. It smelled shock, mm-hmm. smell shock. Where after a while, they removed the shock and just right. give the smell. Right. And the mice still run away mm-hmm. because they've been conditioned. Right. And so that's how it is with, with, with sex or, or um, sexual intercourse or sexual uh, any type of uh, sexual behavior, mm-hmm. you you experience it, and then there's guilt. Experiencing it, mm-hmm. then guilt. Experiencing it, then guilt. Well, then now when you're in marriage, you can't. It's just like removing the shock away, but the reaction to it is still there. Right. So even though you have freedom, you're supposed to have freedom in in, in your bedroom, mm-hmm. right, with your spouse. That you know that the guilt that guilt is still attached right, to right. the act, mm-hmm. and it and so that's where the work has to be done mm-hmm. with you and your well with you yourself and with you and your spouse to help remove the guilt and uh, because there's nothing greater uh, than to have a a, a, a free mm-hmm. uh, and and pleasurable sexual um, experience with your spouse absolutely you know and absolutely. it it's a at you know we we say this all the time that sex is not um is is not can will not uh save your marriage right mm-hmm. but it is a great barometer of how your marriage is doing yeah because of the of vulnerability attached mm-hmm. to it you know mm-hmm. and and for relationships you know people who if you're in a, mar- a sexless marriage, well, for me, that's a red flag that mm-hmm. something's not going on. Sure. You know, now I'm not, again, I'm not saying, and I understand, you know, there may be some situations right now, you know, where you go through some seasons where maybe your one spouse is sick or, right. or whatever. Right. I'm not talking about that, but I'm saying that you are both choosing to abstain mm-hmm. uh, or one person in the relationship is choosing you know, to abstain from, from sex while the, you know, and the other one's not. So to me, that's, I always say, you know, sex is not um, a, um, a a cure for problems in marriage. But like I said, I think it's a barometer mm-hmm. for, for how you are doing 
in marriage. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Because um, it's like one of the, the, you know, the vitals, like when you go to the hospital mm -hmm. and they hook you up to all the machines and they're checking all the vitals. Mm -hmm. Well, sex is one of those, mm -hmm. those, those, it's one of those monitors that can mm -hmm. kind of give you an idea right. of, of how, right. and what I'm saying, not just having sex, but the health of it are, yes. are both, yes, that's both good. of you enjoying it right. are both of you desiring it right, right mm -hmm. from each other. Mm -hmm. I can always throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And that, you know, I when you you said something earlier um, that made me think about that, you know, that's why when a spouse um, commits adultery or, um, yeah, commits adultery outside of the marriage, it hurts so bad. You know, the spouse that has been cheated on, um, it's really grieving of the loss of that level of intimacy that you thought that you had with that spouse, mm. you know, because of the depth of intimacy you should have with your spouse that when you come together, you know, in your bedroom, that it is a level of, of or anywhere else. Okay. It doesn't. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I want to throw that out there. Okay. But whenever I'm sorry, you, you I said come I was going to behave. I said I was going to behave. And I'm going to behave. Go ahead. But whenever you come together and you're thinking that you know you are you are completely sharing yourself with with your spouse with this person just you and and them and then someone discovers that the other person has gone mm -hmm. outside of that they've broken that that covenant you know that's that's a loss yeah and so when a, when that happens in a marriage and a couple is trying to heal that you know the the spouse who's committed the adultery is just like you know well i said i'm sorry or you know mm -hmm. this happened last year and mm -hmm. she's still holding holding over my head well that because it's a grave loss. Mm -hmm. And we have to give that person the grace that they need to process the healing. It's not just the forgiveness, but it's also the healing. Yeah. You know, um, another thing I wanted to bring up, especially for women, um, like I said, you know, I'm a woman, so I can only speak from a woman's, you know, point of view. I want to encourage women to one, give yourself some grace. You know, if you maybe your body doesn't look like what it looked like when you guys first got married. You know, we're about to be married for 20 years. And my God, if I could go in there and put on that size 10 wedding dress with that waist that looks like this, um, whew, I might shout all over the place and might wear it out to Walmart and Target and everywhere <laughs> else. I might just wear it. But I know that I can't re realistically right now go and put that dress on, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that because your body has changed that your spouse is no longer attracted to mm -hmm. you. Um, the way that you speak to yourself, the way that you carry yourself, the way that you speak about yourself in front of your spouse, all of those different things makes it makes a difference, not necessarily with them, but in you and how you show up in your marriage as it relates to intimacy and sex with your spouse. Give yourself grace. He knows that you had a baby or two or three or four or five or however many you've had. He was he was there, mm -hmm. you know, um, give yourself grace. Yeah. If you are 
just struggling in those areas, do what you need to do to make yourself feel better. You know, the way that you maybe dress, the way that you, you know, if you need to get your hair done, your nails done, whatever it is, you need to go and buy lingerie or whatever it is that you need to do to make yourself feel better. If you need your own special soap and nobody use my for human soap, that's my, that's my new little soap I found at Target. I really like it. But that if you need whatever you need, get it and pamper yourself, treat yourself well, do your self-care so that you can feel better about you and present yourself to your husband. Mm -hmm. So give yourself grace in those areas. And I know that there are women who have, you know, sexual trauma history. You know, I want to just kind of address that just a little well, can bit. I, can I go to You want to interject first? Yes, okay, to, okay. I'm going to come back on. to that. Yeah. So, you know, I will say this, and I'm not a woman, but you you are. So mm -hmm. I'll just. I think sometimes when with those body images image things, mm -hmm. and I'm just speaking for us. Mm -hmm. Um, the you should do that, ladies. You should do that for you. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, you're doing it for your spouse, but mm -hmm. number one, you do it for you. Mm -hmm. You know, and you want to make sure that you are okay with you, Sorry. right? Um, I did the same thing last week. It's okay. But, and, and then the other thing I want to say is this, that's why I believe, uh, you know, when we read, we just read, read the song of Solomon and they referred to, she referred to, um, was it, I don't know if she, I, I gotta go back and read it, but she was referring to their, uh, their, their love as, 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 uh, wine. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's a great mm -hmm. analogy because as you know, wine gets better with time. With time. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing I have found with uh, your your sexual relationship mm -hmm. uh, or, or your, how, I'm gonna find another term for that. The sexual relationship mm -hmm. or, anyway, in marriage, it gets better with time. Sure. And that's why, you know, I believe, you know, like, I know that we've changed. I mean, mm -hmm. you just, it's not just you. I know I've changed, mm -hmm. you know, since, uh, uh, 2001. 2001. <laughs> I know I've, I've uh, got uh, um, I've got parts and stuff where there was none. <laughs> and I'll just put it that way. But it's like because at the in the beginning, mm -hmm. you know, there it is a physical attraction. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you don't admit that, then you just. I mean, yeah, there may be you know a lot of people, especially you know when it comes to you know in churches, like oh you know. Uh, she's so anointed and uh, man, look, she was fine. Mm -hmm. And when I saw her in the choir stand, mind you, mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, mm -hmm. okay. Tell the truth, shame the devil. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but here's the deal. So a lot of the attraction in the beginning mm -hmm. uh, is physical. Right. But over as, as we got to know each other, mm -hmm. as we spent time with her, and now 20 years later, I'm still attracted to you physically. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to doubt that, but also mm -hmm. I, I'm, I am attracted to you for the person who you are. I'm, a, I'm attracted to you for all these different things that we've talked about on countless other podcasts, sure. you know? So it's like, you know, and I'm saying that to say, you know, and I'm not, I don't want to come off as, I don't know. I, I got to just say it. Mm -hmm. The changes don't matter as much mm. when I love you for who you are yeah. and not, you know. Yeah, that's good. But I mean, you know, you still find me. You know, I tell you all the time. You yeah, know, you do. You know, <laughs> you know. But that doesn't. 
even if you're not a size whatever, I don't don't I don't know I don't know all that. <laughs> even if you're not that, I'm still attracted to you because the attraction is deeper. Yeah. Than just the physical. The physical. Yeah. It, it's it's part of it now. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. You know, again, I'm not I'm not always spiritualizing it. It is part of it, but that's not the only thing. Yeah. So that's, I just wanted to add that. That's good. That's very, very good. Yeah. And I agree, even from the woman's perspective, I mean, yeah, you've changed over the years. You're, you know, you don't have a head full of hair anymore. You oh, know, Lord, like you did like on our wedding day. He, he was so proud. His waves were Boy, like waves and, was popping, wasn't and, they? Yeah, they were. And you know what? Good. You know what? I'm not to brag <laughs> on the waves, you know, amen, uh-huh. praise God, not to brag on but almost any time somebody look at our wedding po- photos, they always say, they "Man, the waves." Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, what I'm saying, you, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, so, but I like the bald head and I like the gray. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I told her this morning I was gonna uh, grab dye my uh, my my uh, beard black again. If you if you feel the need to do that for yourself, you go ahead. But you don't need to do that for me. I like the salt and pepper. Okay. Yeah, and I like the bald head. Okay. So. I like you just the way you are. I like yeah. you then and I like you now. Okay. <laughs> so anyhow, um, that is kind of what this month, what we're going to be addressing um, throughout the, the month of May. Uh, we're going to go deeper, of course. This is kind of like the intro to the celebration of intimacy throughout the month of May. But we wanted to give you guys something today to think on, to think about, um, and to look forward to. So, mm-hmm. um, you had anything else you wanted to add? Um, no, I, I think it's going to be, I've been wanting to do this. We've been wanting to do this for a while. Yeah. Um, I had to get there. And that's another thing I had to get there. You were mm-hmm. like, ready, like, let's go. And I'm like, yeah, I want to do it. But yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm ready. And even part of that is, and so again, we're still, all, we still are evolving. Yeah. You know, and even, you know, us having this conversation on Facebook Live and on YouTube mm-hmm. Live, mm-hmm. you know, uh, without any pre-recorded, uh, right. you know, Next whatever week, we no say edits, is, we just live. Whatever <laughs> we say is out there, it, it's, you know, it, it could be, you know, uh, 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 intimidating thing or, or whatever. But our our we always go back to this. We want your marriage to be the best that it yes. can be. On and all on every level, and we are we are, and we gotta hold ourselves to this. Mm-hmm. We say we're gonna talk about uh, everything, all the uh, often talk about everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> talk about everything often. Mm-hmm. Well, we just got our own little saying, <laughs> but we talk about everything all the time. Nothing's right. off the table. Exactly. Well, we can't we point. can't back down from you know. From, from addressing about, all areas that are important right because to marriage. because this is a very important area yeah. and like Tanya said earlier um we we've talked to people and this is one of those areas was like the the silent um, um it's like the white elephant in the corner yeah, of the room it's like that nobody suffering wants to address thing. suffering and so many people suffering are suffering in silence, in silence yeah and they think that they can't say anything or they think they can't do anything mm-hmm. or they go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. To get that need met, right. you know, and so uh, if, if we're going to be true to what we are doing on this podcast, mm-hmm. we, we're going to have we got to do we got to talk about sex and intimacy. So 
We want you guys to be a part of this. So by all means, please, if you have any questions or if there's anything specific yeah, that you, you want guys to want to talk about, yes. you can inbox us and you can even do it. Per if you want to just do it personally to me mm -hmm. or personally to Tanya, mm -hmm. uh, as always, your questions or comments, uh, unless you're doing it live in the stream, yeah. will remain uh, anonymous. anonymous. If you want to email, yes, you can email us um, at uh, marriage matters to us t o u s at gmail.com yeah okay i was gonna i don't think we have a banner for that but anyway so. so marriage matters to us at gmail.com send your questions mm -hmm. uh, and and we'll um and if we don't um want to or if we're not feel qualified to answer those mm -hmm. we know people who we can uh Get the answer from and, and bring them on. And like Tony said, we have we we may have a couple of guests on this month just to mm -hmm. to talk about this, um, who are maybe even experts yeah. in this area. Yeah. So anyway, you got anything else? No, actually, I'm gonna save what I brought up earlier. I'm gonna save that for My bad. no no no, that's good because that's kind of heavy to get into right now. Okay. But um I'll save that for another show later on in the month. But we thank you guys for joining us today. We're um, going to meet you back here next week. So yes, this is Tanya and Glenn Coleman reminding, reminding you that, that your, your marriage, marriage matters. matters. We'll bye -bye. see you next week.